Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Jolie podcast. This is Jolie. And today we're talking about a youth mindset. So when we think about our mindset, it's important that we make the connection between our health and our mindset and how much power we have over the words we use, the thoughts we think, and the assumptions we make. We are a 100% in power in that way. And those things, our assumptions, our thoughts, our words, our beliefs, greatly impact how we age. So if we think of something that is old, we often characterize it as brittle or inflexible. Think of a guitar string that's old. The old guitar string is the one that's more likely to break because it's lost its flexibility. That's also a hallmark of aging as our bodies get older, when not cared for well, they become more tight, more brittle. Like that's the natural process. So we actually have to work so that that doesn't happen. So with our mindset, we have to work in the same way. And so when we think of the caricature of an older person, sometimes older people in very ungracious ways are characterized as out of touch or like not flexible in their thoughts or stuck in their ways. Those are ideas that we have in our society. When we think of younger people, we think of like being very malleable, maybe even gullible if you're going to use a negative word or catching easily on to things. But I will say just as we don't have to lose the flexibility in our body when we work to maintain that flexibility, we also don't have to lose the flexibility in our minds. Neuroplasticity is an idea that has come on the scene and been proven, I would say, over the last 10 to 15 years. I remember distinctly that neuroplasticity was not an idea because unfortunately, two of my parents have had brain aneurysms and the idea was that the brain just never would heal. There's no such thing as generating new neurons at the age that they were. It just never would work. But we know now that even at all ages, our brains are plastic, they're moldable, they're changeable. We can make new pathways, we can spur new neurons to be produced. So up until the very moment we die, we have a degree of neuroplasticity. How much neuroplasticity we have depends on how much we have practiced using neuroplasticity to our advantage. So when we think of growing older, if we want to have a young spirit and a young body, we always need to keep neuroplasticity active. And my saying to myself is if you're not growing, you're decaying. If you're not increasing in your circle, in your interest, in your experience, then you're getting smaller and smaller and smaller in terms of your network. In order for us to stay young and to feel young and to feel vibrant, and this is so particularly true, the older and older we get, we have to take effort to do that. So how do we keep our neuroplasticity going? How do we keep our mindset young? And a young mindset is one that's open, one that is impressionable, meaning we can learn new things. We can adapt new ideas. We can do things differently than we've always done them. And we're open to that concept. We're open to 
basically evolving with the times. So that's a key, key part of maintaining youth. We don't want to look young and feel young, but be stuck in a boat all by ourselves with no one to talk to. So first point is we need to keep learning, always, always learning. If you don't use it, you lose it as with your muscles, so with your brain. So whether that learning is through puzzles, my dad actually did this huge puzzle of Beyonce. My dad, first of all, he's a Pentecostal minister. And second of all, he's not quote unquote young. And for him to do like this huge puzzle of Beyonce is a sign of a youth mindset. So he's open to new ideas. He's open to new ways of doing things. He's engaged with the current trend where one might think he wouldn't be. So that's an example of keeping to learn. Another way you can keep learning is to learn languages or go to new places like travel places you haven't been, learn to cook a new cuisine, learn computer programming, be open to, oh, I have a new iPhone. Let me figure out how to use this thing instead of passing it to you know, your younger person in your life and having them do things. But to constantly keep that confidence and the practice of I can learn new things and watch me learn something new. Also, the wonderful thing about always being open to learning is it puts us in contact with people. It puts us oftentimes in contact with people that are younger than we are or come from a different walk of life than we do or have different life experience. That exchange of information, that ex- that relationship that we create when we're learning something from someone else, whether that is like through a podcast or through an online course or in person, is that we engage with someone who has a different perspective than we do. And that in and of itself helps us to remain young in mindset. It helps us to be open. It helps us to continue to learn in new ways. So if we want to stay young, we always, always have to keep learning. The other is to be flexible. So sometimes when we get older, we have routines, we have ways that we want to do things, but other people might have different routines or different ways of doing things. And part of being young and mindset is being flexible, being able to do something different, being able to accept something that isn't exactly what you're used to. So an example of this, be flexible. One practice that I keep going in my life is try to take different routes to places, particularly places that I always go to, because trying to do something different, it helps me to remain flexible. It helps my brain to basically stimulate those neurons that are telling me, oh, you could do it this way or this way or this way, or this is a possibility. So staying flexible is important. Or maybe you go to the store and the thing that you want isn't there. The willingness to try a different brand or a different product is part of us staying flexible. It's part of us staying open to something new. And this brings us to the third pillar of staying young, and that's to be open. So openness is not approval. Openness is not agreement. Openness is a willingness to experience something different, a willingness to hear about something different, a willingness to talk to someone who is different than you are. Openness is 
it's like a beautiful flower that basically is open to the wind, to the pollinators, to the sunshine, to the rain. And sometimes the rain isn't exactly the way you want it to be, but that openness it brings a breath to your experience. It brings an abundance, a richness, a wealth into your life. And that is part of youth, being open, open to meeting new people, going to a restaurant you've never gone to, eating a cuisine you've never eaten, being a vegan when you've never been a vegan, wearing a long skirt when you've always worn pants, wearing a short skirt when you've always worn long skirts, going to a place you've never been to before. So say like, I absolutely love and adore Paris. So going to Paris all the time, but maybe I should instead go to the Loire Valley. That's something different. And it keeps me open to new experiences, which is connected to the fourth pillar, which is try to be different. Try on different reinvention of ourselves never should end. We should always be evolving. We should always be growing. And that requires that we try on different. So that might be we listen to a different type of music than we are accustomed to. That means that if we are one who always wears black, maybe we throw in a bright color. That means if we, you know, always have dinner at six o'clock, try, you know, having dinner at five or at seven and seeing what happens, but being willing to try on different. And this, if you're really adventurous, can go into trying different ideas. So maybe you think that you're not a runner, for instance. I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine who is rediscovering running. And at one point in her life, she felt like, and she identified herself as an athlete, but a few injuries, getting away from it, she no longer saw herself as an athlete. So now she's coming back to running and she's trying on something different. She's beginning to think of herself. She's consciously, intentionally beginning to characterize herself as an athlete, that I am an athlete. And she went through this whole process of, okay, if I am an athlete, how do I reinforce that in my life? So I reinforce it. In her case, she decided to join a running club. I reinforce it by signing up for a 10K. I reinforce it by planning to do a half marathon. I reinforce it by changing my TikTok so that it's a running TikTok. So those are ways that she is trying on different. She wants a different identity and she is setting up things in her life to cue her like things are different now. That is part of staying young and you literally can do that at any point in your life. Just decide today I am going to try on being a polyglot. That is one of the things that I definitely want to do because I love languages. And so when I'm at that state of my life where I have a little bit more time for such things, then I'm going to take the Arabic classes and the French classes and the Russian classes and the Spanish classes. And I'm going to try and speak all those languages as often as I can during the week. To me, to be a polyglot would just be like... It would just thrill me so much because I love languages. So that is trying on different. Our fifth pillar is reinvention of a lifestyle, which we touched on when we talked about my friend who was a runner. Being able to stay young, particularly when you are young in mindset 
and you get the prize of growing older and older and older. So people that I know that are, say, in their 80s, 90s, 95, pushing 100, one of the things that they always say is they were unprepared for the loss of community. And that is something in our youthening journey that we can now learn from them and be prepared for. In order for us to keep having community as we get older and older and older, we need to start creating community, newer and newer communities. And that means that oftentimes we're making community with people who are younger than us or people that have a different background than we do. When I get to 102, I don't expect to have that many friends who are also 102. So I'm probably going to need friends in their 80s. I'm going to need to make friends with younger people. And if I truly want to be young. I'm going to need friends in their 60s, their 50s, and their 40s and below. So part of us remaining young, having a youth mindset is reinvention as a lifestyle decision. So we are constantly reinventing ourselves, reinventing our life, reinventing our community. And the hidden benefit in this is that with that exposure comes the tools to continue to age well. So It's not that you, the things that are happening, the cutting edge things that are happening, whether it's social, whether it's scientific, it tends to coalesce within the younger community. So when we're pushing 80, 90, 100, those things are going to coalesce in the 30, 40, 50, 60 year olds. So when we're constantly reinventing our community, we are exposing ourselves to more knowledge, which in turn gives us more tools, more ways of living. So perhaps like when I was a little girl, we didn't know how horrible certain foods were for us. But now we know. My dad, that's news to him because he's gotten disconnected from that community. But staying engaged with younger people, he still learns it. But if he wasn't engaged with younger people, then he wouldn't learn it. He would just, you know, think the way he's always thought. So our youth mindset depends on us reinventing ourselves. What's the benefit of taking a younger mindset? The benefit is you create a more abundant life. You create a wider, broader, more expansive life. And that expansion as without, so within, and as within, so without. So the more expanded we are on the outside and the more knowledge and tools we have on the outside, and the more flexible we are in our thinking, the more flexible our body is because we're constantly accessing new information, new tools, new experiences, which feed our whole entire human being. And that helps us to maintain health, to maintain immunity, to maintain our mood, our positivity, our sense of love, our sense of value, our sense of worthiness, our sense of purpose. And all of those aspects are associated with a healthy health span and a healthy lifespan. So here's your homework today. I want you to think of one or two things that you can do differently and one way that you want to open yourself or expand yourself and do at least two things in that direction in the next 48 hours. So maybe it is like, I'll use my polyglot example. Maybe it is looking up the local 
language school. I have one in my community, so I'm going to do this and see when the next offering of a language class is and put that on my calendar to sign up for that class. That is an action step that helps us to continue to grow and to expand. So knowledge without action literally does nothing. We always, always, always have to practice what we learn. We have to do what we've learned to do. We have to experiment. We have to be active. So much wisdom, knowledge, transformation, it comes through the doing, not just through the knowing. So go and do, and please tell me. I love hearing from you, and I love hearing stories. I utterly love you guys, and be open, be flexible. That mindset will keep you young forever and ever and ever until the end of your days. If this has helped you, pass it on. That's another way we build community and youth. We share, we pass it on. So pass it on. Let me know. Give us a shout out. Subscribe, do all the things, and I will see you next week. 